Hi everybody and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I am Mark Plant. Uh, and I'm the other host, John Watson. Hi uh, John, how are you doing? I'm alright mate, how are you? Good, I'm very well. I am feeling extremely Christmassy. You got the, you got the, the bug, you got the Christmas bug? It, it, it is, the, the Christmas bug is here, the tinsel's up. The turkey is in the oven, it isn't, obviously, because that would be mental. Uh, but, but, yeah, the tinsel's up. The trees, plural, are up in our house, uh, which uh, Colin Robinson is getting a real kick out of. Is he attacked already? He's getting there, yeah. Um, I'm getting a real kick out of uh, seeing Rachel pick the Christmas tree up every day as well. <laughs> as well she should. Do you as know well what? she Th- should. This is going to sound really strange, but watching the film that we're going to speak about is a bit strange because I feel as if I've, I've jumped the gun a bit. I've, I've never watched Christmas movies out with December. Right, okay. So you... Um... You got you got this watched well, well in time before the oh. before the before the before, before it went live before the rush before the, before yeah before you could no longer watch it on your streaming service exactly uh, yeah so uh, we we are going to talk um, about a Christmas film today but before we let you know what that is <laughs> like you don't know you've downloaded it you saw it in the title we are um, hundred things we learned from film and what we plan to do is to. Watch these films separately. John watches it in his home. I watch it in my home. Uh, and we put together as many reasons as we can, uh, many facts, things that we've learnt from our separate watches. And then we, we do it indeed. together we do indeed. on this recorded live. Um, and we, uh, and we, we see if we can get to 100 things. Uh, now, for regular listeners, you'll know we haven't had much luck uh, getting to 100. Um, I think we're probably not a million miles off of 200 facts uh, for the, the series at this point. But look, we hope you're going to continue to uh, to join us and that you are picking up a few bits and pieces. Yeah. John, I don't know about you, but if you tell us the film and you tell us what your relationship is with it, I'll be the same after. Cool. So the film is The Muppets Christmas Carol, 1992. And to be honest, it's right up there. It's right up there. So I've got a few favourites. Um, this is one of them. I've got Elf and I've got, and I've got Die Hard. It's got right. a bit of controversy. But uh, okay. those, those, three, those three are actually sitting on a hard drive and I've, I've tried and watched them every Christmas. Okay. The fact that you've got a, you, a grown man, have Elf on a hard drive means you <laughs> Out a hard drive it means that somebody somewhere uh, from U Tree should be uh, should be checking out your hard drive. Is my <laughs> thoughts. But no, I'm not joking. It's a lot of fun. It is. A, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. What's, what's your relationship with this one then? So yeah, my relationship with this one not anywhere near yours. I don't class this as as a, a classic. In fact, I think I'd probably only seen it all the way through once. Until I watched it the other night. So at least we're going to get to know what your thoughts are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I turned it on and started watching it and thought, oh, I'm not so sure about about this. I, I've i got a very, very good relationship with A Christmas Carol. I, I think I've seen probably pretty much all of the produced ones um, that they put on regularly. My favourite's the Patrick Stewart one that's on Channel 4 every yeah, year. Yeah, um, I, I mean... 
hate to say it, but he's a proper actor, isn't he? He's a proper actor. <laughs> so is the king. So is the king. <laughs> and I have I have written here, crying at Muppets, proper actor. Uh, you know, he can he can cry when it's when it's puppets in front of him. Um so yeah, he, he absolutely absolutely is, and, and again another favourite of mine. But but I, I, I like them all. Uh, Alistair Sim uh, in Scrooge. Uh, Alistair Alistair Sim's brilliant. I mean that 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 really hasn't aged particularly well for any of its effects, but it's absolutely superb. There's an Albert Finney one that's really good. Uh, there's a terrible Kelsey Grammer one. Yeah. Um, have you there's seen that? No, I've, I've seen the Jim Carrey one, though, which uh, I thought was a bit weird. Oh, I went to the cinema to see that. Yeah, I went, yeah. To, uh, I went to Falkirk Cineworld to see that. And CGI, I think I was the only person in there. CGI yeah. out your nut. Yeah. I was literally the only person in the screening, and I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed watching it and being the only person there. Because I knew I would leave and everybody behind the popcorn counter would be like, oh, look at him. That's the guy that went to see that film. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the one guy. I was the guy. Humbug. humbug to you all. Indeed. indeed. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've got a bit of a, a bit of a relationship with, with, with all of them. I, 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 you know, I, I do I do like the story. Um, I've read the novella a few times. I'm pretty sure... Uh, I'll tell you something later on in in there. I've I've also done something else to do with with this particular thing. So I I, I love the story. I think it's a great redemption yeah. tale, isn't it? Brilliant. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's timeless. It's, it's, I mean, it's classic. I mean, everybody can relate to. It. Yeah, he's 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 a bad old man who you know. Spoiler alert uh, for a for a for a film from nineteen ninety two. Who comes good? You know. Um, 1992 was a, was a brilliant year for films. To was it? I can sort of see why. John, here's the thing. I've not done any homework this week. So go on, <laughs> hook a brother up. What, uh, right, okay. what is it? So I'm going, to, I'm going to launch a few big ones at you, and then I'm going to peter I've, down I, to something. You've said that before, haven't you? I'm going, to, <laughs> I'm going to hit you with the big ones, and then we'll be one. <laughs> um, right, so the biggies have got Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yeah. Tony Todd's Candyman, a uh, fan favourite of ours, Tony yeah, Todd. absolutely. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, Sister Act. Here's where it gets a bit strange. I've got Universal Soldier, which I went to the pictures to see, Dolph Lundgren. And, yeah. um, I was going to say Jean-Michel Jarre there, but that's a totally <laughs> different video. I would love to see little Jean-Michel Jarre Little Jean-Michel Jarre. <laughs> yeah, um, Right, so Batman Returns, that's a good one. Oh, but I Christmas seen two at, the, two at the end of the list, and I thought, this isn't right. So Encino Man. Oh, no. Which is California Man, which is Brendan Fraser's big... Oh, hang film. on. Are Encino Man and California Man the same film? Yeah, yeah, because I, I thought... Hang on a second, this isn't right. But when yeah, when you check Encino Man, it's, it's the full cast of California Man. So I think over here they must have just called it California Man because... No one knew where Encino was. California man, no doubt yeah. about it. Uh, as <laughs> Tupac sang. Uh, wow, right, okay. And last but not least is a film called Lawnmower Man. Oh. First great CGI film of our times with Piers Brosnan, no less. And is it Jeff Fihey? Yeah, um, that oh, potential future episode. That's a film. It, 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 it's... It was the future, wasn't it? It was, um, it was, yeah, uh, virtual was reality, all yep. virtual reality stuff. And I remember it looking okay. I was never blown away by it, even like as 
12, 13-year-old me. Let's, let's talk about the movie. Uh, now, I don't, know, I don't know how you watched this. I watched this um, in a, a shared cloud folder that I've got. Thank you very much, Emily and Andrew, who upload those. I know your listeners. Um, uh, and and they, the version that they uploaded starts with the old Walt Disney opening which is uh, the castle in like a kind of a, a retro, it's blue background, the white Disney castle drops down and it's kind of like wish upon a star. Like a computer kind of noise. And I was like, right. Oh man, took me right back. Took me right <laughs> back that one. Um, and then it says in loving memory um, of uh, Jim Henson, I'm not going to tell you who he is. You probably know if you know anything about Muppets um, and Richard Hunt. Uh, I did a little bit of work on Richard Hunt. Uh, he was a Muppeteer. He died at 40 um, and he was the, the Muppeteer for Scooter and Janice, the, the, the blonde lassie in the band. Yep, yep. And apparently Jim and Richard both done the original voices for Waldorf and Statler. Did they really? Look at that. Two, Look two at facts. Well done, bro. That's some good work. Um, <laughs> fantastic. So we open with the, the the cast. Michael Caine, like I say, cries at puppets. Michael um, Caine. Oh, yeah. That's the way you do it, isn't it? You pretty, if, if you say Michael Caine, My, Michael Caine, uh, Michael Caine, in an English accent, in a Michael Caine accent, it works. My cocaine. My cocaine. Where's my cocaine? Where's my cocaine? <laughs> uh, he's over there. He's at the craft di- services table. Uh, um, having a pie. Uh, <laughs> my Michael Caine impression is just as bad as all the others, by the way. Uh, and, and it continues. Um, I noticed that the, the, the Muppets' names are all given as the cast. So instead of saying it's, I don't know, it's like, Fred as the voice of Kermit, who then plays. You know, they don't complicate that. They just go, Kermit is acting as this, which fits in with the, the Muppets thing, because they were always actors and show people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, was quite good. yeah but this was the first production where they'd actually had humans as the main characters. It was the first time they'd done it. Oh, is it really? Because they've done that a lot now, haven't they? Yeah. Muppet Treasure Island. Tim, Tim Curry was in that as well, wasn't Tim, he? Tim Curry is in, Tim is Curry. in that. I've, we've got a feeling there's going to be more Tim Curry coming up next week. <laughs> yeah, I hook, <laughs> no, I, I hook we, a bike hook. Yeah, we've seen the results. Uh, the results are in uh, from, from your vote. Um, it, it goes through It goes through the, the city, the old city of, of London, Dickensian London. Um, you, you, you know much about Dickens, uh, Dickens? Dickensian. Do you know much about Dickens, John? No, but I want more. Okay, it's not all set Christmas, but there often is a lot of uh, spontaneous combustion uh, and old women wearing wedding dresses. <laughs> it's really grim stuff. Um, there's a guy selling fish, fish, throwing fish for sale, throw it and it comes yep. back. He's got a boomerang it's fish. A boomerang um, fish. Yeah, Um and then there's a guy that's got a truck, uh, like a like a, a, a wagon, and he's saying, melons for sale, melons. And one of them goes, help, I'm being stolen. Yeah, so the, the down with melons. A, yeah, the, the, the fruit is actually shouting because somebody's trying to steal it, which is yeah. probably one of the advantages of having fruit that can talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I instantly went, well, that's not been very well thought out. That's not been very well thought out. Melons were surely only introduced to Britain in uh, no post. Yeah, the, yeah. There was a few things. Yeah, yeah. That not a place. Yeah, it turns few. out, John, we were both wrong. 
melons were recorded, melon seeds have been recorded uh, in, in, in dig sites as early as 1320 BC and 1150 BC. So no, actually, yeah, you're twisting yeah. my melon, man. <laughs> you know, I talk so tough, man. <laughs> twisting your melon, man. All the cops. Yes. Um, yeah, true. Very true. Um, which, again, I thought thought was 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 a funny old thing. We did get did to... you notice the guest appearance? Oh, you're going to say sprockets in the window. Sprockets in the Sprocket. window. I've got sprockets in the window as well. There you go. We'll sprockets add that. right there. Sprocket from um, Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock, yeah. There's uh, a few other characters, and I can't remember their names, but there's a couple um, spaced all out. out. When we see them. Because uh, yeah. I don't know if I've caught them all, but I, um, yeah, I did. Well, this, I, this was the first one not to have any characters from Sesame Street in it. Oh, right, okay. Yes, yeah, so there's usually usually some sort of characters or something linking to Sesame Street through other productions, but for some reason this was the first one it was not. Mm. No, I don't know if it was a decision facts. by Brian. Ha, 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 ha. Wah, ha, ha, ha. Six facts in the podcast. Uh, oh, and this and this is the first. This was the first production since Jim Henson's death, and it was his son that took it over. Uh, Brian, Brian Henson. Brian, it was and it was his directorial debut. His uh, debut, as our friend uh, south of the equator will say. God, uh, hello, hanging facts with left and centre. You are, mate. And the thing is, I've got my notes on one page and my list of facts on the other. I'm having to tick them off, and I'm like, every time I flip it over, I'm like, John, quit it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're kicked us in. <laughs> story of my life, but um, so Gonzo is Charles Dickens, and his pal is Rizzo the Rat, and <laughs> they're selling apples. Yeah, so that was that was a uh, that was a, a mistake because those red apples weren't around till the late eighteen hundreds. Oh, I didn't know that, and I've added it. Well done, good work. Um, what I did add was we all sell apples round here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told myself mums. I wouldn't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, <laughs> your mum sells raspberries. I said I wouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it. Previous episode, hot fuzz. Um, so they're telling the story. Gronzo's Charles Dickens, and they're telling the story. And um, my least favourite part of this film is Gonzo and Rizzo. Right? Okay. They're, they're cute and funny. I get that. Um, but but I want I want more. Uh, I want more. Get Carter. I want more. Michael so King. apparently they put those two in it for comic relief because it was quite dark for a kids' movie. So they had to sort of have them in it. So you see scenes whereby it's showing you the characters, but then there was little things like little mice. And the wall saying, uh, "Can we get more cheese and stuff yeah. like that?" So I think they tried to keep it light that way because if it was just Michael Caine walking through the the lanes shouting everybody, the kids would be scared. True. <laughs> um, yeah, the, 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 we, we, he, Michael Caine comes in and there's a there's a song. All the Muppets are singing, is. and and the bit, the, yeah, the bit, the bit that you're talking about. No houses for us, mouses. No cheeses for us, mices. Which I, I did, I did think. It's a bit of a stretch, uh, but actually, the more I thought about it, the more I thought that was really cute. Uh, I, I liked the little mice. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in, in that those streets as well. Did you notice the sheer amount of human beings walking about with sheep on leashes? Rachel noticed that we were watching it. And she went, "Oh, look, there's a sheep with a lead there." There's a couple. There's a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess as is as, as was the time. No Pomeranians back then. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Uh, the Marlies are dead to begin with. There's some really, really creepy creatures, kind of. You know, there's most things are animals or 
whatever. But some of the some of the Muppets are, are creepy creatures, like things that I, I, I was like, what is that? It's just a monster. Um, but they're following him around the city, singing about what a dick he is. <laughs> yeah. Rick no Rick wonder he back. doesn't like them. <laughs> yeah. You know, no wonder he, he doesn't want to help any of them. I mean, they're literally chasing him down the lane to his shop, you know, singing about how tight he is. Yes, then you get exactly, yeah. So we get to um, we get to his, his his place of work. It turns out he's a banker, uh, but then eventually he gets fed up and he turns around at the very very end of the song and he just says, "A humbug." Do you know what humbug means, John? Is it a bug that hums? It isn't, and it also isn't a wee sweetie. Uh, oh, that was my but, next case. Well, I thought it might be. Uh, yeah, a humbug is kind of a, a fraud or an imposter. Uh, basically, it, just a nonsense, really, is is kind of what he's getting at. So we've added that. Let me just tick that one off my list. Um, so he goes in, he's a banker, and he's got a few members of staff in there, including Bob Cratchit, Played by Kermit. Kirby. Um, Kirby. Um, uh, there's a guy, Applegate, who's behind on his mortgage. This was all a little bit too real to me. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, we're not. But, but, you know, a lot of people are. And he says, oh, little Elsa can't breathe right. The doctor takes his share, you know. And I thought, yeah, that's the future, John. Paying for the doctors. It's coming. That chlorinated Johnson and his Tories, man. That's our future. It's to get your money saved up for your insurance. And he literally picks him up and hoys him out the door. Um, Kermit says, you know, can you help the the bookkeeping staff? They're uh, they're freezing cold. Can we have another scuttle of coal? And and one of the rats says, uh, yeah, our pens are inksicles. And our assets are frozen, which I got a real, <laughs> that a real really thing good. out of. And he says, well, perhaps they would find it easier on the job line. Uh, ah. they, they jump up and go, oh, heat wave. In, this is my, this island, is my island in, in the, the sun. sun. <laughs> and do you know what that is? Do you know what island in the sun is? Uh, I've heard that, but for the life I can't remember who's on it. Harry Belafonte song, 1957, mate. Oofed. There you there go. You go. <laughs> there you that go. Uh, that it is. Fact? I've ticked it off, yeah. Uh, Harry Belafonte, is... uh, quite well played in um, uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, yeah, because um, uh, apparently in one of the trailers they played the music from Beetlejuice, but I think it took it out. But I, the original music for Beetlejuice was running through the theatrical trailer for this. What? Yeah, I heard that. I've read that somewhere. I, I mean, I did it as a fact, but that is mental. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other, other, other fact is Kermit's voice had changed. Oh, oh, because he so, used Jim Henson. Yeah, so Stephen uh, Whitmer uh, picked oh. up the the reins and, and went with it. Well, that's quite. Sad, um, and fun fact: he had a dream that Jim Henson was in a hotel lobby and gave him permission to do Kermit's voice. Oh, I'm going to add that because that, oh, that's really sweet. That's really Christmassy. Okay, so assets are not frozen. We've had a heat wave. Fred arrives. He loves Christmas, yeah. does Fred. This guy's played by Stephen McIntosh. Do you know Stephen yeah. McIntosh from anything? So I know him from Lockstock and I know him from Underworld. I've not seen the Underworld movies, any of them. I haven't seen a single one of them. Future episode? Yes. You like a vampire, don't you? I, I do like uh, a good... But I have seen stop. him in Lockstock because he's the guy that goes, chill, Winston. 
<laughs> so he does. <laughs> and, that, and it was Rachel said, "Oh, you've seen him in stuff, but you've seen him older." And I'm like, "No, I absolutely haven't." And I hadn't seen him older. I'd seen him what five years later in that. And she went, "He's in Lockstock," and I went, "Oh my god, Jill Winston!" Yeah, yeah. It's totally, totally. Um, yeah, and that looks so young as well in Lockstock. Yeah. There's related things I've seen. Many he's not aged well. Yeah, he's doing he's doing a, a like a young Michael Caine impression here. I I, I I I took it back because I was like, is is he is he just doing a, a blatant impression? No, no, it's not blatant, but it's really like there's a little bit of kind of like, you know, that East End kind of direct kind of voice, and it was great. Bunsen and Beaker come in. Oh, so he's talking about all the he's talking about all all, all the things that um, that he thinks for Christmas. Bunsen and Beaker come in, and they're raising money for the homeless. Um, uh, and Michael Caine says, are, are there no workhouses? Uh, are there no prisons? Well, of course there are, but we don't want them to. He says, I can't afford to make idle people merry. Folks, well, you can. <laughs> you absolutely can. Uh, you just won't. Anyway, then Fred says, uh, you know, come over to us tomorrow, Christmas. Yeah, dinner. Uh, he says, you know, uh, my wife, is she called Mary, perhaps? Uh, she, she wants you to, you know, she wants you to come along as well. Yeah. And he says, oh, he, he says, oh, why did you get married? He says, oh, for love. And he says, that's sillier than a Merry Christmas. <laughs> what a, what a get. get. What I mean, a get. We'll, we'll kind of learn why. And, and <laughs> Fred goes, uh, and then Bunsen and Beaker get kind of shouted out. And then <laughs> he's chasing them out. He grabs the wreath from above the window you will see this and and he does this kind of trying to tear it apart like angrily but it it, it won't rip apart um he fails to do it and he just gives up and then there's a knock at the door and i thought that's brilliant i don't know if it's yeah. I, I, I really hope it was improvised because he was so angry at it and then the the carol singer the bunny comes to the door and he hang out and he takes his frustration out on it but yeah if, if that was improvised then it was brilliant because it looked as if he was really struggling yeah and and it's almost kind of like he eventually just his shoulders dip <laughs> i was kind of <laughs> yeah this this is great and and you would expect it from a a, a, a you know a great like uh, like kane the carol singer is, is, is a little bunny, the carol uh, Yeah, carol it's a wee singer. rabbit. Uh, it's a wee crew, rabbit that the, we see at the end. The crew hated it. Apparently oh. there was a thing, a thing on set that it's a lovable little bunny, yeah. but there was a, a thing on set where people were starting to really hate the bunny. <laughs> so there was, that's why he kept getting bullied. If you look through the film, he's always getting harassed or bullied in some way. He comes into his own at the end, though. Oh, he really does, yeah. He does, he does, yeah, he, yeah, he does. Um so your man Cratchit then asks for some help. He asks for the day off, doesn't he? Yeah. He says, you know, well, well, it is Christmas. Um, I don't know why my Kermit impression sounds like my Bar- Barack Obama impression. Well, <laughs> it is Christmas. Uh, <laughs> we'd like to give you the time off at Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he um, he asks for, for a day off and he says, well, you know, why should you begin to – you can have half an hour off, didn't he? <laughs> You know, half an hour, we're coming half an hour later. And he says, oh, well, well, no, it's customary to give the full day. He says, well, being extra early the next day, really. Um, yeah. And oh, again, you, you, you think with, with you the need- amount I tend to knock back on Christmas Day, I, I ain't I ain't getting up early for work the following no, day. No, certainly not. But you need, to, you need to remember that bit because, bear in mind, he says that there's any point coming around considering it all does. the other businesses will be closed. <clears throat> yes. And, and yes, I've got something on that later on as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah, all right, Mike Ashley. He's at, <laughs> um, He's at it. 
uh, the day after, he says, "Okay, yeah, you know, we'll be back for the, the we'll back back in the day after Boxing Day." Uh, it is in Britain now. I, I don't know what you call it in the states. Uh, I don't know what you call it in Australia. In fact, as I seem to recall, I think Australia does call it Boxing Day, uh, but I don't know what you call it in the states. But we call it Boxing Day the day after. John, do you know why we call it Boxing Day? Because it's the day we need to clean up all the boxes, obviously. Oh, you would think so. And I did always think that when I was a simpler child. But no, now I'm a man of the films and the world, John. And I have learned much more by Googling shit. Uh, I have found out that it actually uh, relates back to Victorian times when uh, the, the, they used to, the rich or people with used to box up gifts and take them to the poor on Boxing Day. I think it's quite nice. It's my, kind of, it's my kind of thing, that. It's, uh, it's well, it is good. So, look, you know, we always have been a little bit charitable. Uh, unfortunately, I think we're probably a lot less charitable in this country now. So I'll add that. We're coming along with these facts, mate. Yeah, good, 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 good. Um, good. There's a clean-up montage, uh, which isn't nearly as good as any montage in, um, in a Rocky film. But they're singing yeah. a song. This is kind of song song two, not the blur one. Yep. Uh, there's, there's a number of songs in this. Uh, uh, this is our first musical, and I'll be honest, John, I don't think I've got any facts about any of the songs. Well, I've got facts about some songs that weren't there. A okay. couple of the – yeah, so Beaker and the Doc had a song. Did they? And it was removed, yeah, they had to take it out. Oh, well. I, um, I, and there was another song within it that's – on some versions of the film, and, and it's often than some of the others because we'll it's deemed to depressing. We will That's come right. to that. Um, yeah, uh, well, um, Bunsen, uh, Bunsen, and Beaker. And Beaker, Beaker yeah. gets Beaker gets his own song in that later Muppets movie from I want to say 2010. Did you see that one? Is that the space one? No, no, no. The Muppets. It's called. It's got oh, Jason right, Segel we... in, and uh, right. yeah, yeah. have you seen that? I've seen it, yeah. It's I can't remember much about it. It is exceptional. It, it, it <laughs> was one of my films of the year. I want to say 2010, maybe not 2010. But if it was, it was up there with the, the great films of 2010, like Inception. Uh, <laughs> wow, Jesus. I yeah. didn't watch that again. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, it, won a, it won an Oscar for Best Original Song, written by the guy from the New Zealand comedy band. Flight of oh, Concords. Flight of Concords, yeah. yeah. Well. Um, yeah, there you go. That's not a fact about this. Far from it. Oh. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Oh, you can kind of tell which songs are written by him because they sound like Flight of the Concords songs. Nah, all right, okay. I'll, I'll <clears> give it a go. I'll I'll yeah, I'll you really should. You really should. So as they're, as they're leaving, because I really wasn't into the song, as they're leaving, you know, and I, I could only think it was, it was filler uh, for the thing, but it is a kid's film. Your man... Bob Cratchit says, oh, look, it's the Penguin Skating Party. And I'm like, the Penguin Skating Party's a thing? Did they not have to get those from Madagascar or something? <laughs> exactly. But they're, they're skating on the ice and, and Kermit does it. And We then cut to Scrooge, who lives in a dark, horrible house. Oh, it's horrid, isn't it? It really is dark and depressing. Yeah, uh, it's the kind of houses I see for work. Um Jacob Marley, or one of the Marley brothers, uh, is the face of the door knocker. Um, yep. He then goes upstairs. He's eating his, his gruel or his little thin stew, and then he goes to bed. And he sees a ghost, but it turns out it's not a ghost. It's actually his dressing gown. It's his dressing gown yeah, that she picks up thoroughly. Yeah, we've, we've all done that, haven't we? House coat on the back of the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Karate chop. Yeah. Um, then... 
the Marleys turn up. Now, there's two Marleys here, whereas in the original, there is only Jacob Marley in the original one. Uh, and it's Waldorf and Statler. He says, and, and this this is a line out of the original book, there's more gravy than grave about you. He says a, a yeah. piece of undigested meat or a, a, a stuff of cheese. And they said, leave the jokes to the bears. Yeah. And then later on, he said, uh, you didn't work with us. We heckled you. And I thought... This is brilliant. It's real fourth wall breaking stuff because these are things that, that that wouldn't be in the in, in the film. The fact that in the Muppets they yeah. heckled, they, they heckled for um, it all the time. And, and yeah, and and Fozzie is the comedian, whereas in this he's Fozzie is playing somebody else. That character we can mention later. Yeah, that's right. So this is this is song number three. Where Marley and Marley do 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 do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good song though. That's yeah, good it's song. a good song. Like it's a good song. And at the very end, like there's just this line. It's kind of like you'll be visited by three ghosts. Blah blah blah. At the very end, they just go change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Loved it. Was real West End kind of. <laughs> we we then find out. Well, so we find out three ghosts are going to visit Scrooge starting at one o'clock. Rizzo has to jump off of because they're quite high up. So Rizzo, oh, has to jump that, off. that's my kind of my favourite bit where he <laughs> jumps over the fence and uh, forgets his jelly beans and then yeah. just walks straight through the fence. Yeah, absolute. Cl- there's a, and there's a couple of these moments in it which are real kind of vaudeville comedy. You know, old school. Oh yeah, it's comedy. old old school. They're, yeah. they're, it's all for laughs. Everything's for laughs. It's all visual stuff. It's brilliant. Love it. Yeah. So we've got Ghost of. Christmas past. Past appears, yep. Uh, so, young... so, which is uh, the creepiest little doll. Oh, was, awful looking thing. But that's played, but you know, that's played by, or the voice at least is played by. Don't recognize the girl in it. Uh, it's uh, Jessica Fox, who is Nancy out of Hollyoaks for our uh, British listeners. She's been in Hollyoaks since about 2000, I think. Um. Yeah, she's. Uh, she's. She, she, she. I think she was the worst witch at some point. That rings any bells? You remember the oh, yeah, that, that rings a bell. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> moving on from Hollyoaks and the worst Sorry. witch. Ghost one is the ghost of Christmas past. Um. She says. Uh, she says. Oh, she says. Come with me. Fly with me, and and I'll take you to the to Christmas past. He says. But but I, I can't fly. I can't fly, spirit. Uh, he says, I will fall and break my mortal body. Uh, and she says, oh, and she basically says, take my strong hand, child. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. You had to go there, didn't you? You had to go. Take my strong um, hand. It, it's, it's easy because we're, we're, we're working our way through Shit's Creek at the moment. And the guy that plays that character is the, the mayor in Shit's Creek. Uh, so it, it, it's all, I'm thinking it on a daily basis. But, yeah, she, she basically one touch in my hand and you can fly. And she says, so I'm going to get numbers here because I got really confused. So she says she can remember uh, 1,900 Christmases. So my question for you is, what does that make it? So 1,900 Christmases since the birth of Jesus yep. would surely make it, start the Roman ca- calendar, and, and, and no listeners at home, and I know there's at least one person who's going to go, that's not how dates work, Mark. Mm. Is it 1900? Did they count the first or first hundred? Sorry, the first hundred. So yeah, that's interesting. I'll come back to that if that's all right, because I, I, I I've got another point I want to make around that, and right. I will okay. and I will have a fact. I will have okay. a fact on the back of okay. it, and it will be that I've learnt it one way or t'other. All right, <laughs> right. So 
spirit takes him through the sky like a shit the snowman. Uh, like, uh, you know, I could just imagine Michael Caine. We are walking in the air. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're flying over Basildon. People are asleep in their beds. Um, Gonzo and Rizzo are kind of hung on to the bottom and they go through a tree because they're flying above the tree line but Gonzo and Rizzo aren't they go through a tree and Gonzo says to Rizzo this is Louise and Rizzo says indignantly we've met and I wrote did Gonzo fuck the chicken? (laughs) The way he's introduced her but if you remember right in in the Muppet show Mm -hmm. Gonzo sort of had a thing for chickens, didn't he? Was she called Louise? Was she <sighs> called Louise? Clara, something like that. Ah, oh, who gives a clock? Yeah, who... <laughs> clock's sake, man. <laughs> um, so we go back to Scrooge's school. Yeah. Uh, and he tries, he's, he's, he's like, uh, all my school friends. Uh, and he can't communicate with them because he's not really there. And then the kids are kind of picking on him, going, oh, c- come on, Scrooge, it's time to, you know, come on, Ebenezer, it's time to go. And they said, no, he always stays alone at Christmas. Mm-hmm. All right, piss off. Uh, and and he, he says, well, it was, a, it was a, a great opportunity for me to catch up. It was an opportunity for me to learn. And read. Yeah. And I think that's lovely. I think that's really sweet, but really sad. Really, yeah. really sad. Oh, no, it was um, really sad. And Rizzo says something about um, he says something along the lines of of, of oh I, I I don't understand how how that is. And Gonzo says, "Were you never a lonely child?" And he says, "Well, no, I'm I'm a rat. Um, I had one thousand two hundred and seventy four brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I crunched <laughs> some numbers, John. Oh, I knew you would. I crunched some numbers. What did you get out those so, numbers? The average rat upon pregnancy has a litter of six to eight pups. Right. Ratties. If, let's say, there is eight in a litter, let's say they have the maximum or the the, the maximum of the average, eight in in, in a litter, Rizzo's mum was pregnant 159 times to give birth to that many brothers and sisters. Wow. So there's a fact. But, John, I didn't just stop there. I bet you didn't. He? The average life expectancy of a rat is two years, with a gestation period for the baby rat being nineteen days. That means his mum was pregnant for three thousand and twenty-five days, which means she was pregnant for eight years and a quarter, eight and a quarter years. <sighs> that's that's well past its expiry date. There you go. I'm just going to say, mate, wouldn't have happened if his dad had a PS5. <laughs> Going to get one for love their money? No, me neither, mate. No, me neither. I'll, uh, I'll have to rely on one for my birthday, I think. There you that. go. Couple of wee, couple of wee, uh, two for the price of one for you there. That was good. That was good. Well That's done, it. crunching hey, those numbers. N- now all you can think about is uh, is, is rats it's at it. Rat gestation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, why don't you go downtown and get a – here's a quarter. Go downtown and get a rat to gnaw that thing off your face. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Buck, that Uncle Buck yeah, quote. It's not are. not very often we do one of those. Um, yes, so I, I really feel for for Scrooge. We move forward to the next kind of bit. Sam the Eagle's teaching him to work hard. Uh, there's a bit where it's kind of uh, that's the American way. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> that. That's corrected. Like, it's the British way. <laughs> it's the British way. And he goes, yes, and and don't tip the driver. I know. I've seen that. And I was like, now that's a dig. If ever we deserved it. 
that was because, good. I because we that. are we are tight bastards. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, are. we used to be charitable, but we've become tight bastards. You Americans give us hell. That's what I say. <laughs> Send us on our way. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I was. I must admit, I, was, I picked up on that straight and I thought it was a good bit to have. And don't tip the driver. <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah. We then move forward again. There's not a lot to take out of this. It's fun, but there's not a lot to take out. We move on to Fozzy Wigs Party, which is... Oh, uh, at the Rubber thing. Chicken Factory. The Rubber Chicken Factory. Waka waka. Oh. Um, waka waka. <laughs> um, and Gonzo watches a chicken go by in, like, coloured feathers or a dress or something. He's like, wow, he fucked that chicken. I am telling you. He's loving the chicken, isn't he? He is. He is. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, we all love a, a bit of chicken. Yeah, but you know the stuff cold. the colonel puts in it makes it <laughs> exactly. If you it's better than fried, I'm alright with that. Oh, you're gonna crave my chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I married an actor. Um, the Swedish chef is there. Pretty um, birdie, yeah, birdie, birdie. Absolutely, is the Swedish chef racist? It's not racist, is it? But it would be. It's not very sensitive this day and age. <sighs> I know, but back then it was all innocent, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so Scrooge meets Belle, and she she's attracted to him. He's attracted to her. Um, yes, and then, to get married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then it skips forward a number of years, and and he's obviously been putting off. You know, she says, yeah. know, putting off the um, the the wedding. He says, oh, but you know, we, we've got partnership, but there's no money. And she says, well, you said when we got partnership, we get we'd be wet. Um, and he's like, this well, is bad. He's just thinking about the business, isn't he? Yeah, and he's he's thinking about the business, and he says he's thinking about her, uh, but she's like, oh, no, the love is gone. Mm, it's, uh, it feels a bit stale, doesn't it? it? does. The love is gone, John. Was the love uh, gone in your uh, version of this film? So I had the – I think my, my version didn't have the song in it. Did yours have a oh, song in it? It did. had the song in it right now. The song is my, called Love is Gone. Yeah, so my, I was my, trying my, to be subtle. I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> my, my love, it was well, definitely gone. All oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, mine was, was gone. Mine was there. Yeah, the, the song was there. I'm sure you had something about this. You mentioned to me just off air that, that, that there was a reason. Did you not say there was a reason for Yeah, that? yeah, basically because they, they deemed it as too depressing. Some of the, the, the song was far too depressing, so they took it. I think they added it in for the VHS release. Yeah, mine's on a hooky feed, so yeah, it's, uh, it is it, it is it is what it is. But we we will we will buy a copy, of course, for the uh, hundred things podcast shelf. Yeah, which, uh, which I will take a photo of for the socials at some point in the new year. Um, so she basically dumps him off. Yep, so he gets pied. Gets, he does gets a, a Victorian um, pie. Very disappointed because no one's ever broken up with me by song. No, not really. Unless a text message ringtone counts. Um, yeah, I've had plenty of those. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a number of those. Uh, please stop following me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, plenty of that. Poor Scrooge, though. Poor Scrooge. And he he, he he goes back to bed and up comes the ghost of Christmas present. Jolly ghost. I put he's a he's a big chonky boy. Oh, isn't the he? jolly boy is it? Is it Brian blessed the Muppets? It's <laughs> the Brian blessed of the Muppets. I said he. I thought he looked like one of the the giants out of Fraggle Rock. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. I think. Yeah. Sort of the face facially, anyway, it looks like one of the the big ones for Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I've put. Is he one of the big Fraggle killers? I don't think they were <laughs> Fraggle killers, but that's but how. They, they, did they did they eat? Did they not just eat doozers? Somebody ate doozers. 
uh, the Fraggles at Doozer's uh, work. Oh, sure they did. They, and they then one up. day, they um, I'm sure it was Gobo convinced them to not do it. Uh, and the place was overrun and they well, couldn't move. Well, yeah, but I think then, then the Doozer's stopped because they didn't have any reason to live. It was very deep. It was really deep for a kid's show. Um, it's all on Apple TV. If anyone's got Apple TV, we, we, we both got a new phone recently, so we got a year's free Apple TV. So we, we've been battering into that. Um, oh, and that, um, that fantastic movie with um, uh, Rashida Jones that you've probably seen advertised on the TV. Rashida Jones and Bill Murray, where Bill oh, Murray plays yeah, a dad. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of really good, sweet stuff in that. I can't remember what that's called, and people at home are going, it's called that film with the breaking up. That's okay, I've got Apple TV, so I'll get that one. Yeah, you, you should. It, 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 it's not the best film you'll see. Um, I really enjoyed it, though. I thought it was probably a really good Sophia Coppola movie. A very, well, I, very good I, I, Sophia Coppola movie. I didn't, I didn't like Lost in Translation. No, I don't, Trans- I don't like Lost in Translation. I didn't like it. No, I don't. No, I think I, I could like probably it. go back to it now, and I would appreciate it a bit more, but I didn't really like Scarlett Johansson's character. But we I'm all saying. love Scarlett Johansson now because she's a bit of a treasure, and we all love Bill Murray. Oh, as yeah. Long as, as, long as, even, you, as long as you even get the a zombie. Austin, Especially as a zombie. Any regrets, John? Not yet. Garfield. <laughs> oh, Garfield. God, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's 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 move off of what we've been watching on Apple TV. But yeah, it's sweet. It's really sweet. He's he's a great character. But it, it, you know, go. it's got yeah, a bit yeah, of yeah, go. it's got a bit of some turn. Um, so the, the the big the big guy turns up, and I, I learned about how large Muppets work, which which isn't isn't going to work on any level on this podcast. But if if you were to take your left hand, people at home, uh, John, if you could screenshot what I'm about to do, and I'll put it on the socials to maybe help people. But if you were to take your left hand, raise it above your head as if you were doing a mouth movement, then that is how the Muppeteer or the Puppeteer controls the mouth movement of the character whilst being down a little bit further down and controls the hand of the character like hang that, on, which is on, on a counterweight. Should, should do it again, and I'll, I'll quickly grab it. This doesn't make for very good um, <laughs> audio. I appreciate, but if you imagine your hand is where your hand is doing what it does, but your left hand is above your head doing a mouth movement, <laughs> it makes it look. I'm sure John will tell you. It makes it like I'm doing the fucking Macarena or something. Mate, like you. you get blinking, but I've got it. You look as if you're doing, <laughs> doing the Lombarda. No, 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 no. Powers, you look as if you try to hypnotise me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it works. So, so the mouth and the mouth and the eyes are moved using that the the left hand and the left thumb to blink the eyes. It's on a little little toggle to blink the eyes, and the mouth uh, you would talk as you're moving your, your hand. This probably doesn't work, folks, but check our socials and you'll see the uh, you'll, you'll see a couple of images uh, for me to give you an idea. Or go on YouTube. That's how I found it. Very interesting. Um, so the big guy is a, is a big, chunky guy. I played this character in a 1991 school play. No way. I did. I did. John, you've just learnt that. So I'm adding that. <laughs> <laughs> you just learnt that. Yeah, I played this character, and it was I was wearing big fluffy koala slippers, like a, a draped cloth cape type thing in in blue, with a Christmas a Santa hat, uh, carrying a little Christmas tree, and I made a ghosty voice. Ebenezer Scrooge. 
huge. And that's it. And I did um, I did that that somewhere, probably at my mum's on VHS. I had lovely, lovely big curly hair for those at home that have seen a picture of me. I now have none. <laughs> I was a cute kid. Um, really we well. also yeah, that, that, that Christmas show we also did an interpretive dance thing to Sign of the Times by Prince. That's deep. Which for eleven year olds, that's pretty fucking deep, right? That is that's yeah, no Sign way. of the Times and Beco. Did, did you Bico. did you actually go through all the, all the lyrics? Was it we the, went the, through all the lyrics and the movements and yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely we did. Absolutely we did. <laughs> that's crazy. It was. And somebody somewhere, somebody somewhere must have a video of that. I don't know if my mum's got it. I, I don't think she has. Were you talking a machine gun? Uh, yeah, right. and uh, um, for the first time uh, in September, my brother tried horse. Now he's in jail. Uh, yeah, we did the lot. We did the absolute lot. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's mm. crazy. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was funny times in Bradford. In the, in so, the what did you 90s. think when you when you done the line? Was it, is it uh, a big disease with a little name? Did you did you did you cordon on to what that was? Or did, um, you didn't think it was it? A, it was a group of. Um, it, so we were all dressed in black. So it was kind of, it, it kind of like Im, looked like an improv troupe, <laughs> and and there was a couple of people in the middle. Um, and I think it was, I think it the, the I think it was holding your fingers just apart, for, a finger and thumb just apart from one another mm-hmm. uh, for little name, and then everybody in the shape of a clock, you know, in in, in from twelve all the way around, fall into the ground. Right. With just wow. two people not, or two people dropping down on the haunches. I, I can't believe, like, you are bringing back all the memories to me now. I'm, I'm going to listen to Sign of the Times um, <laughs> tomorrow, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to email you with what I can remember. I'll message you with wow. what I can remember. That, 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 that's the story I need to hear. Even back yeah, when I was listening, I was like, well, this is bad. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. My mum, just, just while we're on the subject of Prince, my mum would happily let me listen to... Um, when we went to the miners' welfare, um, I don't know if you're listening, mother. Uh, but when we went to the miners' welfare when I was growing up in in, in on the Nottinghamshire Derbyshire border, um, she would more than happily let me listen to Prince. Put Prince on the jukebox ten p ago, Raspberry Beret, uh, and yeah, Raspberry Beret and Little Red Corvette. But she stopped me putting on White Lines Don't Do It by Grandmaster Flash because wow. one, because one was about drugs. But what she didn't realise, and, and you know, fair enough, one's an anti-drug song, the other two are pro-sex songs. <laughs> Mother, just saying, man, just saying, ma'am, you should have paid attention to the lyrics. Mother, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it must be a parent thing because. My parents were kind of the same. Obviously, you know about my grand, she let me watch horror movies. But I always found it strange in my house that my parents would let me sit and watch horror movies like Manitou, uh, the, the Demon Dog, all these crazy horrors. But every time we watched Jutes of Hazard, they always made me feel awkward because of uh, Daisy. Daisy, because of her Daisy Dukes, in fact. Because of uh, Daisy yeah. Dukes, yeah. So it was weird in my house. I just, it was like when it, when it was like horror movies, they were happy just to let me just go on with it. But when it came to anything that had sort of females, then it was like, oh, should you be watching that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Purple Brains, the Prince podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Things we learned from Prince songs. <laughs> Oh yeah, back to the back to the <laughs> purple brains. By the way, TM this podcast for future use. 
if anyone else is thinking of nicking that. Um, so he's a he's a yeah he's a happy jolly kind of Father Christmas slash Santa type character, isn't he? Um, he takes him yeah, to yeah. Fred. Uh, to Fred's, and they, they're having a party. Why don't we play a game? Um, Fred's wife, did you recognise her for a minute then? So uh, I remember the face, but uh, I didn't look too far into it. I don't like using IMDb. So no, well, Rachel, Rachel got this straight away without because I thought it was um, I thought it was the people that investigate the investigators on Line of Duty in the last oh, series right. of Line of Duty because yeah. it looks like a, it's not her. It's Jay's mum from The Inbetweeners. Oh my god! She is really good at this. I mean, she's really good at this. It's it, yeah, it, it's Jay's mum or somebody's mum out of the in between us. But she went, yeah, yeah. It's and I was like, oh, Jay's mum, brilliant. Um, yeah, so I was I was pretty into that. So they're yeah, playing. Like Simon. I, I, I remember her face though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely remember her face. They're playing a game. The game is kind of guess Great. guess what it is. Yeah, it turns out it's uh, it's a creature that nobody likes. It's annoying. It's awful. Oh, it's an unwanted creature. Turns mm-hmm. out, oh, I know who it is. It's Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> Why is everyone such a twat to Scrooge? Uh, maybe because he's a twat back to them. Well, I know, but that's probably why. So <laughs> he, he gets upset realizing that that, that his, his family don't even love him. So we're off to Bob's. Yep, uh, Bob cracks herself just to cheer him up, just to cheer himself up. <laughs> yeah. uh, his wife is Miss Piggy, obviously. Hi, yeah! And they're cooking goose. Poor Peter. Poor Peter the son is having to just sit and that bloody goose. I mean, how long must he have been doing that? Uh, have you ever had roast goose, John? Never. No. Never. No, uh, me me neither. And, and I think I want it every year until Rachel tells me how expensive it is. Yeah. Uh, and how much of a pain in the backside it is to cook and how I yeah. might not end up liking it. But obviously I will <laughs> But yeah, goose is... Um, Turns out goose is uh, is the original British meat that we would have. We wouldn't have turkey. That came from America. 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 Uh, And they don't even eat that on Christmas, do they? They have it on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, And we have, um, yeah, and and we we have it for Christmas. It's all right, if you like that kind of thing. Um, So did you see Miss Peggy had two daughters? That was strange. She does. She does. Uh, Bettina and something or other. Yeah. And they look exactly the same. So they've got two daughters and they've got two sons. Yep, Peter and Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Now, I don't know exactly how genetics works, but I would assume that these kids wouldn't be two pigs and two frogs but would be four kind of cronenbergy creatures who would just be you know basically you know going kill me father well i, I don't know what's in but I, I do know that tiny tim characters actually came at the frog's nephew so he's an existing character robin yeah came at the frog's nephew robin <laughs> little robin little robin yeah so kill me father <laughs> kill me father kill me father <laughs> But your man, um, your man, the ghost says, um, the ghost of Christmas present says, "Oh, I am. Um, t- I've got eighteen hundred brothers." Uh-huh. So earlier on, so this is just to go back to number to crunching what again. I was talking about yeah. So she says nineteen hundred, and mm-hmm. he says, um, "I'm one of one thousand eight hundred." So 
let's say, and I, and, and I messed this up in my notes, uh, I'd, I'd said, so let's say it's 1801. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably 1800, but if we don't inc- include the, 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 the birth of Jesus Christ, it would be 1801. Right, okay. So it's 1801 for him. It's 1900 for her. For her. When the hell is this set? Turns out it was written in 1841. So I'm assuming, so that's a fact, I'm assuming that it was written in the past, not in the future, because otherwise it'd be some futuristic thing and and one of the characters would be played by Rutger Hauer (laughs) yes indeed Um, so uh, yeah so I'm going to assume it's 1801 are you all right with that yeah I'm I'm, I'm good with that there you go 1801 so John it's that time of the show when I've got some quiz questions for you competition time yeah with your win (laughs) nothing nothing not even your respect as you said to Kirsty last week uh, you win some you win some points nothing else so (laughs) here's the thing the quiz is called 1801 or 1801 gone right okay so I'm going to give you a name and who they are what they did and you have to tell me whether they were born in 1801 or whether they died in 1801. Jesus, okay. Pretty <clears throat> sweet. I'm, I'm regretting this already. We're going to start with one of my favourites from the Book of Mormon, uh, Brigham Young, who is the founder of the Church of Latter-day Saints. That's the Mormons to you and I. Was he born in 1801, or did he cark it in 1801? I'm going to say, I'm going to say he was born in 1801, because I think it was later on at the sort of... Mormonism became a a thingy. A, a thingy. A, a hang. It was a, <laughs> like hang. a, proper, a hang. Like a, a hang. A proper hang. It was a hang. Um, so at this point, he had just been born. Uh, Brigham <laughs> Young. He didn't even have his golden plate by this point. Um, Damn. <laughs> uh, number two, uh, Benedict Arnold, American traitor in the Revolutionary War. He was a hero for America, and then he uh, he, he, he became a turncoat uh for the uh for the british which uh american brothers and sisters we hate him too you're all right benedict arnold they named a bloke out of the a-team after him and some eggs right uh 1700s is run a bit when it all was kicking off wasn't it so i'd say he died in 1801 you're right look at you historian well it's like it's like, be, it's like being on with neil oliver <laughs> um how about this how about this one for you? The German poet Novalis. He was called Novalis and he was a German poet. Novalis. 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 Who the fuck's Who'd Novalis? The, Novalis. Yeah. So what what did what was he doing? What was that? It was a poet. It was a German what? poet. That's all I've got. My my German isn't great. Um, I can just about ask for a a, a litre of uh Litre of Dunkel beer <laughs> when I'm in Berlin. I'm pretty good at that. God, we're awful, aren't we? Sorry, Jim. We really listeners. are. Sorry, non-English speaking listeners. I promise to work oh. on it after Brexit. Novalis, John. What about I'm him? When he see he died in eighteen oh one. He did die in eighteen oh one. You're going to like this one. <laughs> Not a lot. No, you are, <laughs> because this is his real name, the explorer John Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no way. The explorer, John Batman. An explorer? He was an explorer. Was he born or did he die? Um, I'm going to say born. 
as pure ghetto. You're absolutely right. He was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get Novalis. I'm just sure it's Philip. Maybe yeah, Philip. No, you're absolutely right. Apparently, John Batman was best known for founding Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne, Whoa. Australia. There you go. See, see if they say that, they'll probably got it straight away. I Why did you know I said that? Yeah, because that's giving it away, isn't it? Oh, true. Yeah. True. Uh, John Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Caine wasn't alive in 1839 when John Batman died. Otherwise, uh, he would have buried another Batman. Uh, <laughs> number five, William Batty, circus owner. William Batty, no relation to England footballer of the same name. Circus. Circus is well. So I'm going to say Bourne. You're right. He was born. Uh, I've just gone for a few decent names here. Um, <laughs> these purely guess. Are these, uh, did you pick these just because you like the name? I picked these because I like the name or what they did for a living. Ah, um, fair enough. Number six, Flemish architect and painter, Paul de Kock. <laughs> John, did de Kock die or was de Kock born in 1801? What was he an architect? Did you say? Uh, and a, Finni- uh, a Flemish architect and painter. He was always clearing his fl- throat. <laughs> um, I just I've never heard him, so I'm going to I'm going to need to guess this one and say he was born. Oh, Johnny died. Oh, what a decock! I am. <laughs> Number seven, Luigi Calamata, an Italian painter. Luigi Calamata C-A-L-L-A-M-A-T-T-A What did he do? He was a painter I don't know Painted stuff <laughs> How's that going to help you? When, when did you get your degree in fine art, John? <laughs> um, born? He was, he was born um, he, he basically copied the Mona Lisa Google tells me Ah, right, okay. There you go. So, um, so, so that wasn't his original work? <laughs> no, but he did He, he did do a painting called The Duke of Orleans, uh, which I'm sure your parents wouldn't have let you look at as a child, uh, in case it was uh, got some uh, ladies in their uh, daisy jukes. Oh, yes, it's good. Any daisy jukes hanging out? Final one. Moses what? Carter, so who Moses was a Carter? strong man and known as oh. the Histon Giant. So... I know this because I'm sure he's on a episode of The World's Strongest Man with a few of the guys trying to emulate their biggest sort of uh, most entertaining pieces. And I think he was born in 1801. He was born 1801. He died 1860. Yeah, because I remember... Born in Histon, died in Histon. Moses Carter. As we talk about Michael Caine, you're a big man, but you're out of shape. To me, it's a full-time job. Oh, no, that's Get Carter. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, you got seven yes. out of eight. Yeah, I'm getting better, man. You are getting you are getting better, man. No, I'm better, man. <laughs> seven. Wow, that's that's looking really healthy on the old uh, bits and pieces there. I thought so we were was, going to struggle on this one, but I actually think we're doing really well, didn't we? It's quite interesting. One. Yeah, I think we're doing yep. very well. Um Right, let's go back to uh, let's go back to the rock. Um, they're eating, you know, they're, they're getting ready for the goose. 
Scrooge is watching through. Tiny Tim is there. So Tiny Tim's got a bit of a cough. He's got a limp. He's not well, is he? Um, oh, that got me. Yeah, because I remember it was just leaning on that table coughing his you, you, foggy guts up. You messaged me this morning. Oh, Tiny Tim's just turned up. It's, it's, it's got me in the feels. <laughs> it's got me um, right in the feels. Ta- it really did. I mostly hate Tiny Tim in all the versions, uh, except for Scrooged, uh, where he's he's played by a, uh, a somersaulting woman. Um, yes. Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan. And I've put, he's, he's annoying in almost every version. And we've all seen Tiny Tim, but where's Big Tim? Yes, played by Brian Blessed. God bless us, everyone. Big <laughs> T. <laughs> um, Scrooge sees that it's a small meal, and then finally admits he pays so little. And, and Bob says to Scrooge, the founder of the feasts. Uh, she kicks off, and she old piggy. Yeah, she's, she's not having any of it. Yeah, she steps in. Yeah, and Tiny Tim's. What, what does Tiny Tim say? What's his What's his big line? God bless us, everyone. That's the one, John. <laughs> the one. God bless us, everyone. That'll come back. But yeah, they all hate Scrooge except for Tiny Tim and Bob. But I don't think Tiny Tim hates anybody. He's yeah. too busy hating himself. Um, he's really ill, isn't he? He's 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 got that cough. Scrooge is actually concerned. Um, yeah. Um, well, they say that this is the first version where it actually shows you him unwell. I think the other versions, it's sort of hinted that and stuff like that. You don't really see him cough and stuff like that, whereas this one is proper hawking a loogie. <laughs> he is like, yeah, he is. And the spirit says to him, the poor should die and decrease the surplus population. Which is a yeah, which idea. is what he said at the beginning, yeah. Um, and all the way through, the ghost of, of presence getting kind of old and grey, yeah. and it's really good. And, you know, I only only live but a day, which I th- always thought was quite an interesting concept. And the next one's coming, and it's the ghost of Christmas yet to come. And he says, the, the future? Point. And he says, yeah. Um, and it's basically death, isn't it? It really is, yeah. Um when I looked at it, I just seen that big sort of styrofoamy hand, uh-huh. and and it just it was, I just thought I Scrooged. Every yes. time I see it, I always think of Scrooge. It always it looks exactly like the sort of one that's in Scrooge. It's really weird. I conflated this with Scrooge because there's the bit when he's he's kind of begging at the feet of the spirit, and I expected the spirit to open up the cloak mm-hmm. uh, and for there to be Muppets in its chest, and there isn't. Yeah, and re- that's the Scrooge. They didn't bit. do it. That's the Scrooge. They didn't bit. do it. Uh, there was also no. Um, uh, screaming bloke from uh, Police Academy in this Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> oh, he was. Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait <laughs> is really. not in this, although he probably should be. They take him to a rainy day in London. There's these pigs discussing death. The pigs yeah. are fucking bankers, aren't they? Absolute bankers. Absolute scumbags. Um, they're discussing death. You know, I'll. You know, it, it'll be a cheap funeral. I won't go. Well, I'll go, but only if there'll be lunch. <laughs> yeah. And then we go into Joe the Trader, who's this creepy spider. It's really pretty, good. Pretty gross, isn't it? Yeah. And the old girl stole the bed sheets and the curtains. He said, Oh, these bed sheets are still warm. She said, the only warmth he'll ever give. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of collar buttons and. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's cufflinks. Yeah. Mother yeah, of Pearl. So, you know, that's grim. And that's Mother of Pearl grim. still a thing. Is that still a thing that people buy? That was such Probably. a big thing. My granddad got a lot of Mother and Pearl stuff. Uh, Probably. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wonder if you can get Mother of Pearl uh, cufflinks. Um, so we're back to Bob's place. and, and Did she just sell pop? That's what he says, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, says, a place of love and laughter. Why is it so quiet? 
uh, <laughs> turns out that uh, Tiny Tim has uh, has gone. He's croaked. Uh, he, he, indeed, he has. Indeed, he has. I won't bury another Tiny Tim, Master Wayne. <laughs> uh, Brilliant. You might not have to. You might not have to. Um, so they then. I mean, uh, this is a really sad bit. There's not a lot to to add from that. They they go to the gravestone, the, the graveyard, uh, and the the. the the ghost points to the thing. What is the name? What is the name, spirit? I love he, the way he goes to. I love the way he goes to the wrong one, but the thing keeps pointing. No, no, that one, that one, <laughs> yeah, really. That one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and as he's he's taking the name off, I mean, he, he didn't half take his time, didn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's, it's totally kind of. Uh, hang on, he, 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 I mean, all you'd really have to do is take off the first three letters at the top, the first three letters at the bottom, because I can't imagine there's a lot of people out there called Ebenezer Scrooge. I know. You know, Ebby Scro would be enough. Unless yeah. it's unless it's uh Ebazel Scrote, uh oh, who, that... who is well known in London town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AKA David Cameron. Watch <laughs> Scrote. Well there were there were pigs in the last scene, so they're probably yeah. getting fucked by him. And and he, he he's crying, No, give me a chance, give me a chance, give me a chance, I'll change. Yeah. Uh, and he wakes up in his bedclothes uh, and he says, I'll live my life in the past, the present and the future. Uh, he says, oh, they're my bedclothes. They're still here. You know, he's he's absolutely, uh, he's made Over up. The yeah, he's made up as well you would be if you'd seen your death. Um, he opens the window, belts uh, Gonzo and Rizzo out of the thing. And he shouts, you there, boy, what's today? And it's the little rabbit again, isn't it? Why, yeah. today's Christmas. Then I haven't missed it. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing my uh, Alistair Sim impression. Then I haven't missed it. <laughs> uh, and he says, uh, he says the, the butcher's around the corner with the prize turkey. Oh, the one that's as big as me? Uh, yes, go and get that. He says, I'll give you a shilling. No, I'll give you five shillings. Uh, that's a lot of money. Um, so he hoys him, the, hoys him the, the bag of money and he goes to get it. And that's but one of many shops that's still open on Christmas Day. Yes, there's a plethora of shops open on Christmas really? Day. Isn't there? Different world, isn't it, Dickensian? Uh, well, considering that's how Bob was able to get his uh, day off, wasn't it? He lied. He says that no one be opened, but then they're getting pre- they're walking into shops left and right and centre and picking up all this stuff of all these open businesses. But all of these businesses are Sports Direct, Debenhams. <laughs> And that posh clothes shop that Mike Ashley owns. So oh, uh, they're only owned nice. by the one bastard that won't give anybody a day off. In fact, no, surely Scrooge is Mike Ashley. Uh, for those overseas listeners, do Google Mike Ashley Sports Direct and his behaviour towards staff. Zero-hour contracts can get fucked, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, um, We're then in all the shops, and there's a song about how great he is. Bunsen, oh, but the, and, and and this is the bit. This is the bit. So he, he, he as he as he comes downstairs, he sounds like everybody. Bunsen and Beaker are there, and, and and he says, "Oh, gentlemen, you know, so good to see. You. I do want to make a donation." And he whispers the amount, and Bunsen's eyes go Bunsen. wide, yeah. uh, as wide as they can. They're tiny little kind of <laughs> buttons, aren't that. they? Um, <laughs> and Beaker, uh, Beaker looks. Uh, oh, this. Oh, sorry, we can't give you anything. Uh, and Beaker looks and gives him. Uh, his scarf puts his, his scarf, scarf around his neck, and he says, "A gift for me." And that's when I started crying, John. 
Oh, was it really? That's when I started sobbing like a child. Oh, yeah. my God. That's, <laughs> I didn't realise it was that bad. That's when the tears started, mate, because oh, it was me. just lovely, almost like he'd never, never received a gift or certainly hasn't received a gift in many years. Brilliant acting. I did enjoy that bit, and I, I did have a lot of my throat. Because it's such a really nice bit. It really is a nice, because it's such a small scarf as well. It doesn't even fit him. <laughs> no, uh, doesn't. Yeah, it's such a good gesture, but it, it takes it, accepts it really well. <laughs> yeah. He starts singing then, and I wish he hadn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, he was, he was it's not his finest. No, but he was really keen to sing, apparently. Really? He was really, really, yeah, he was really keen to, to sing along and, and oh, well. get involved. He'd never done it before um, in a film proper. In fact, hang on a second. I better add that to the uh, to the list. Yeah. Um, he then goes in for buckets of coal for the staff. As a coal miner's son, my heart swelled. Uh, it's the smell of my childhood, the smell of a coal fire. Although I understand yeah, completely why we don't, we don't. Son of a coal man. Anymore. Son of a coal man. Oh, oh, was we, your old man yeah. a coal man, was he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not Olivia Coleman, but a real coal man. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of girl on girl. Uh, <laughs> um, he's got gifts for Old Fuzzy and Sam. How old are Old Fuzzy and Sam? Oh, Sam's God, got yeah. like an ear trumpet, and he's got gifts for Fred and Jay's mam as well. Yep. And this is where it's the cheeses for the Mises. Everyone's his best mate now. He's splashing the cash. Like, they won't leave mm-hmm. him alone, will they? Oh, yeah, they're all over him. But we're off to Bob's, uh, and he pushes them all away. Shh, 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 we've got to do this. You know, we've got to do this on the QT. Um, and he says, you know, where were you? So, well, we'd got an agreement that you, I wouldn't have to come to work. And then Piggy starts kicking off, starts going crazy, and he says, uh, he says, then I shall uh, raise your salary and pay off your mortgage. And that's when I continued to cry even more. Oh. I did. I really did. It's been brilliant. You just love a gift. Oh, so you just I, love a gift. I do. I do love a gift. And then, and then there's the bit where, and, and then the line is uh, from Conto <laughs> and Tiny Tim, who did not die, hoiding <laughs> <Like, laughs> at the end, who did not die. <laughs> just, just to let you know, he didn't die. Uh, yeah. He was all right. Just to let you know, <laughs> the bear is fine. Uh, and then it's, uh, and, and then Tiny Tim, they raise a drink. Uh, God bless us. He says, Yes, God bless us, everyone. Done. But those the, the, those frog pig hybrids, man, I, I just, I can't, I can't look at they them. Can't, you kind of get away for that, can you? The last. Stuck in your craw. Yeah, it is, it, indeed. And on the subject of craw, uh, the last shot as it's going up over the, uh, the the city is lobsters in a window. Is that something to do with Charles Dickens? What is it? So there's some, something about, I'll, I'll need to Google it, but apparently that's some kind of nod to wow. something but as, as bad as lobsters in a cellar or something to that ilk. I'll need wow. to check it. No, because I did. I noticed that as well. Because I'm like, that's a bit weird. Hang on, hang on. I, I need to. I need to get my Google okay. on. Well, while you're doing that, I noticed that there was lobsters, there was monsters, there was frog, big beasts. But ultimately, I found out there was 280 Muppets, different Muppets in the cast, which I thought was pretty cool. Wow. Um, and for you to to film an actor with Muppets, the actors with the puppets on their hands are down at ground level and there's a built-up stage that Michael Caine and all the other proper actors oh, yeah. are on, walking on this kind of catwalk type thing as the the other things are there um, at his kind of 
uh, knee length, which was really Yeah, it would have been really awkward. Yeah, they've been really hard to work with. Yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. So there's a couple of uh, couple of extras there, John. Yeah, I've got a few as well. Give me two seconds. While you're doing a bit more Googling there, um, I did miss that in Christmas past, while Bella and Ebenezer are talking and she starts singing to him, the houses in the distance were actually little mid-shot models. It took a little while for me to, to realise, but I paused it a couple of times. I was like, those models, those houses aren't in the distance. Those models are literally right behind them. Yeah, because apparently the models were only three feet high. Right. Um, and the ones in the back were a lot smaller, just to give it some sort of depth. But I know what you mean. It just looked a bit too close, doesn't it? It looked yeah, a I bit bo- like a model village. Yes. You want to be <laughs> yeah, a big another- banker, Scrooge? Fuck off up the model village. <laughs> another one. Yeah. yeah, I found this, by the way. It, it, it is a thing. So, like a bad lobster and a dark cellar. In a Christmas Carol, so it looks as if it was a scene. So that's probably why they put the lobsters, lobsters in. Interesting. In the scene, yeah. Um, is it another fact? Do we it get is, mate. I've just ticked it off, yeah. Um, Sweet. There is a, a bit at the beginning that I'd missed. Tuppence and apple. The apples were tuppence, uh, which is 37p in today's money. That seems quite expensive for an apple, doesn't it? I don't even. I, I, I only buy bags of apples. I don't even buy single ones. Uh, Forty nine cents in the US for our US listeners. That one. There you go. Let's add that bad boy in to the list. Have you got anything else? Yep. So the film suffered at the box office because it was in direct competition with Home Alone Two. Lost in New York. Yep. Wow. Looks as if Michael Caine only took the role because he wanted his seven year old daughter to see him on the big screen because all the other films he had done. His uh, daughter couldn't see them. <laughs> I, I heard a very good story about him in Jaws 3, which I'll come to at the end. <laughs> Another one. Uh, it took 10 puppeteers to work the Kermit puppet and the Tiny Tim on his shoulder. So it took 10 puppeteers to actually work that. Wow. That's a lot of people working. But I guess he, he's, he's walking down the street, isn't he? So he, I would assume... He's not walking. No, no. So that is basically just... that The ground that you see is basically just a, a round mechanism and it's just spun so it looks as if he's walking down the street have you noticed at the end when he stops the, the street keeps moving no i'm gonna have to look, i'm gonna have to watch the end of that that's brilliant john wow let's see uh, oh another one uh scooter remember scooter for the Muppets? yeah yeah scooter was actually supposed to play the ghost of christmas past right but he got recast i don't know why okay really don't know why um it's the first movie not to have come at the frog as a main star okay and I like the Michael one where he King. loses his memory, and he thinks he's a he thinks he's an advertising exec. Uh, Muppets Take Manhattan, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was one. good. I loved that one. Yeah. I think that was my first one I'd watched. Um, George Carlin was actually maybe getting get the part, but obviously what, Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that would have been Ted. very interesting. It would have been something else, wouldn't it? It would have been a lot of <laughs> swearing involved there. You'd have thought. Yeah, fuck yeah, and that's that's that. That's what I got. That's all I got. Wow, pretty good. I'm also out of things. Uh, my one of my favourite Michael Caine stories was um, that he um, he did he did Jaws the Revenge Jaws four that will be won't it Jaws four mm-hmm. yeah Jaws, Jaws the Revenge um, he says he's never seen it uh, but he's uh, he's seen the house that it paid for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Which I thought was it, was, anyone, was, it, was it Jaws 3? Could... Jaws 4. Jaws 3 is Jaws 3D. Jaws 4 is Jaws the Revenge. 
So uh, did you watch it 3D with those glasses? When it first came yeah, out? yeah, on 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 video with my uh, yeah. my dad and my stepmom. Yeah. yeah, it came with a couple of pairs of glasses in the sleeve. Yeah. They, don't go. worry, they had they had spare ones in the video van, but yeah, there was a couple. Oh, the video van, John. Yes, the video van. Get back. the video van. <laughs> oh, we uh, we've we've been discussing, uh, loyal listener, to uh, find an episode that comes direct from the video van uh, archives. Uh, I think we've got one, but we uh, we don't know when they're going to be. Um, how do you think we've done, big man? Man, we must be well because I, I think I did quite well in the quiz, so we could actually have a new record. Thirty nine. Well, thirty nine is the current. Yeah, and that was on Mean Girls last week. Mean Girls. Yep. So forty. Forty seven. Jeez, we are forty seven, mate. We are getting. And do you know what? You really pulled it out of the bag because I spent all my time figuring out how long my fucking rats live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> uh, and you, uh, you, you, you did the legwork with um, uh, with all the the background stuff. Yeah, uh, it was you. Some of those, were, especially with the, the 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 sort of circus ones and the Mormonism and stuff like that. So yeah, that was good. You you you, you did well on the questions, and so forty seven is is our new is our new record. So I don't know about you, mate. I'm 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 quite happy with that. I'm I'm, I'm happy with that. We need to go somewhere to beat that, but no, that's 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 a good. That was a good. That was a good round. Um. That's the show. Anything you want to tell us? So next week's show, we have a poll for Christmas Vacation and Home Alone 2. And who won the poll, Planty? Just won the poll. It was ended up being something like 62% or 60% across Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the poll was won by Home Alone 2, lost in New mm. York. Um to be honest, it was it was my shortlist of two. This one was in your shortlist of two between this and Scrooge, wasn't it? So I was mm-hmm. I was happy whatever we got, but but I have not seen. I, I watch Christmas Vacation every year. I have not seen Home Alone Two: Lost in New York for probably about twenty years. Yeah, that's so. Uh, it's either going to yeah, be really good or really bad, but it covers the most important thing, and that's <laughs> New York City. I'm a bit obsessed, yeah, aren't I? Which you love. Yeah, you're I'm obsessed, obsessed with that. I'm obsessed. So let's unfortunately, see. Unfortunately, it's got Donald Trump on it as well. So. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I can uh, I can fire a few terrible impressions in. <laughs> um, sure you will. So I'm going to get that watch very, very shortly. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be back next week with uh, with another episode um just just before we go please do rate and review us on um apple if you can hoyer's in five stars tell us we're pricks in the um in the write-up we don't care as long as you give us five stars uh, it helps us get out to more people um like and share us on the socials tell your mates about us we're on twitter hundred things pod we're on instagram hundred things film we put a fair bit on facebook including clips ahead of the episodes being released uh just search 100 things we learned from film under facey b and we will get you added um thank you very much for listening we do appreciate it again like we said last week even if you're not there we're still going to do it because it's good crack but we like you being there we like uh the feedback that you've given us and the interaction so i've been mark plant uh, and i've been john watson so thank you very much for your time this has been 47, John. 47. Wow.
we've learned from the Muppets, from the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. How did we get like 12 or something oh, from Airplane and 47 from Muppets Christmas Carol? We need shots. We need help. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> see you next week for our uh, second Christmas episode. All the Thanks, best. guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.